0: So I'm wearing my Pittsburgh Steelers shirt today. And in honor, this is uh, Mickey Mouse. Right. In honor of that, I was going to ask you about sports, because that's something that when I was growing up, you always talked about sports, whether it was baseball, football, basketball, and then later on, golf. But when you were a kid, can you think of what was the first sport that you got into and, and what hooked you for life after that? I think baseball was probably my first sport uh, because I started when I was like six years old in a peewee league. They called it a peewee league back in those days. And um, I was left-handed, so they put me on first base. From that point on, that's all I ever played was first base until I was like 50 years old and playing a fast pitch softball. And I played third base. But I never played in the outfield, just the infield in high school. Actually, in high school, I played shortstop. Until I got hit in the eye with a baseball and I decided I didn't want to play shortstop anymore. Ball took a bad hop, hit me in the eye. Uh, the stitches from the baseball was on my face for about a month. You could see the, the scenes where it hit me. So when I was six, we had this peewee league and. Everybody was afraid of me because I hit the ball so hard. And can you imagine you're six years old and the coach tells you that you don't swing so hard? <laughs> I only knew one way and it was a swing hard. That's all I knew how to do. All the other kids, they couldn't even put the bat down when they hit the ball. They would throw it. And sometimes even at first base. So it was like, I remember this at six years old because it was traumatic that kids were throwing the bat and the coach would always yell this is on both teams don't throw the bat i never had that problem i just hit the ball hard and just laid the bat down and ran so i can remember that and then wiffle ball i don't know if you remember wiffle balls the little plastic balls Mm -hmm. with plastic bats we would play out front of the house where i lived and there was houses on the left and then there was houses on the right but There was a big hill or a hole and a house was down there. And I guess I'm now eight or nine years old. And, you know, I'm playing, I haven't played little league baseball yet because they didn't have that league then. And I was too young, I think. But anyway, with the wiffle ball, I would always lose the wiffle balls or break the bat or break the ball or hit it in somebody's yard and we couldn't get the ball back. So then I had to learn how to hit the ball to the left side because I always hit the ball to the right side because I swung so hard. So I tried batting right-handed. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do anything right-handed. So I just stuck with playing left-handed. I'd hit the ball to the left side. So when I throw the wiffle ball at you, it's not straight. It just zigzags all over the place. It never mattered to me. I would always hit the ball and then About that age, about 8 or 9, 10, I used to hit rocks. I had this old bat, and I used to hit rocks rocks and bottle tops. And I think that helped me to develop my eye and and hand-eye contact. But I could always hit a ball no matter what. Like I said, when I remember being a little kid, just starting, we didn't have uniforms, They just put a shirt on it. I remember that first shirt I had, it was kapoosies. It was a... uh, A grocery store that sponsored our team. It was Kapuzzi's. And it was a maroon shirt. I remember this at six years old. Now, you got to remember, that's almost 70 years ago. And I still remember playing on this field. And the field was not the best. It was behind this hotel that finally burnt down. Um, And I think I was gone and I was in the military when it burnt down, but the um, the field was okay, but it wasn't the best. But the parents would get out there and they'd make the kids pick up rocks and anything on the field and clean it. And at six years old, <laughs> and line the field and all that sort of stuff. So you kind of learned a little discipline. You have to come to the game early and you have to clean the field, clean the garbage cans. I mean, but when you're a little kid, you don't even think about it. I thought about it later on in life and it's like, what were they doing? So it wasn't like going to a ball field and everything is clean and everything looks new. And like in Phoenix, there's so many ball fields. That wasn't how I grew up. In fact, that hotel was a bar also. And when you played on Saturdays, um, you would see the people that were still drinking, were still there. Their cars were, you know, in, in, in the outfield. And this is a field that just got better and better and they made it into a a field as I grew older and we used to play Legion ball there. And that was, I think, for Legion ball, you had to be between 14 and 18 years old. But um, I used to play in leagues that were advanced in age versus my current age, like when I was 10 and I don't think you could get in the little league back in those days, but I played in the team because I was so good. So, you know, they had me playing when I played first base. So as I grew up with baseball, that became my number one sport. I didn't start playing basketball till I was about 12 because I really didn't even like it. Um, and I didn't like football, but all I liked was baseball. So During my Little League years, um, I played with this team. I think it was Republic was the name of the town. And later on, I'd play in Brownsville and then Uniontown. So Uniontown had the best fields, and there was more people coming there to watch you and all that sort of stuff. But they also had the best kids, you know, the stronger kids, the bigger kids, the kids that had really nice fields and all of that. So I kind of progressed to that, and they put me on this team in Uniontown, and because I lived about, oh, maybe eight miles from Uniontown. And um, so I played in this league in Uniontown. So that's where I played Little League, along with Republic, because I remember playing both. I just can't remember how that happened. But when they had, like, the Western... Pennsylvania playoffs and all that sort of stuff I actually played with Republic because we advanced further than any of the other teams I don't I can't remember it so long ago but I do remember playing for both teams Um, I like Uniontown because there was so many people and but I was really shy back in those days but there were so many people and The fields were really nice, and people would always buy you sodas and give you stuff to eat, you know, free hot dogs and things like that. In Republic, good luck. (laughs) The coach would bring uh, candy bars or something, some kind of candy to give you, you know, and then Kool-Aid. That was it. Uniontown, it was like going to the bigs. You had uh, the sodas and popcorn and hot dogs and... Much as they could give you, none of that stuff was good for you. But you're a kid; you don't know mm-hmm. it tastes good. So, the heck with everything else. But and this was the '50s. Hook me, and maybe not so much today. I like basketball, probably better than baseball. Baseball's boring to me now. Um, but I was a pitcher. Oh, that's right. I was a pitcher also. I forgot about that, and it was kind of wild and I threw the ball really hard. So none of the little kids were, they were afraid of me so they wouldn't get in the batter's box. (laughs) So I struck out a lot of kids. Um, And then when I went to high school, I was a freshman on the baseball team and, you know, lettered my four years in baseball. But I played first base, shortstop a little bit till I got hurt and pitch, pitcher, so. I did that up into high school. During the summertime, you would play, like I said, the legion ball. But when I was 16, I played semi-pro ball. And they called it sandlot ball back in those days. And you'd play with men. And these, you know, I mean, they're a lot stronger than you when you're 16 years old. But I could always hit no matter what. Especially fastball. If you threw fastballs at me, I'd, I'd kill you. Curveballs balls were a little bit harder to hit and I didn't have the strength because I was only 16, so I wouldn't hit it as far, but I could still hit it. And I was a line drive home run hitter. So it was never the long looping home runs. I'd hit line drives. Everything was off to the right. Now they have this major league shift where they take the shortstop and they put him behind second base. The second baseman moves over near the first baseman and they have this shift and there's no third base. The third baseman moves over just beyond shortstop, but they would do that when I was, oh, between 12 and 14 teams would play me that way because I would only hit it to one side, but here we go again. I'd hit the ball so hard, it hurt kids, <laughs> you know, the ball came to him so fast. And I remember hitting the kid in the chest and I thought he was going to die. He was laying on the ground, gasping for breath and, but I've always hit the ball hard. So here I am, 16 years old, playing with these men. And at first, it was a little scary because they're so much bigger than me. And they throw the ball harder. But it really helped me in high school and to get my confidence of being able to hit a fastball. So I played semi-pro, and I think I got like $5 a game. But back in those days, remember, gas was $0.10 a gallon. You could buy a loaf of bread for 15 cents. You could get a soda for five cents, and they had a two cent deposit on the bottle. So, five dollars was a lot of money. So, I would get, they would buy me spikes, they'd buy me a glove, you know, you get to keep your hat and buy you socks, things like that. So, that was my first taste of, you know, somebody paying me money to play baseball. So, then and and actually it's probably legal but and there's no signed contracts but you know you get paid and I mean after the game they would actually give you five dollars and sometimes they would take it out of concession stand because I remember them paying me in like five ones sometimes four dollars and then four quarters it's kind of weird when I think about it now but back in those days I was Mr. Big you know, had money in my pocket playing baseball. So then uh, Legion Ball, we went to, oh, I guess Williamsport and we played there and we came out second in the state. And then um, that was probably the highest I went with any team. We, We never really won anything big, but that was the highest I went. But I can remember people trying to get me to move, get my parents to move to a different town so I could play with them. But the parents who I, who raised me, they weren't my real parents, but my foster parents, they were all about money and any way they could make money. But they didn't want to move because they couldn't afford to move. And I don't think these people were giving them a job. I don't know all of that. I, you know, I was completely out of it, but all I did was play baseball. So baseball was a sport that I kind of did better than any of the other sports. I was okay in basketball, football. I was pretty good, but baseball was my primary sport. So then my last game playing baseball, there were scouts that were looking at me. And um, I was in a high school game. And this pitcher threw me a curveball and I hit it on the end of the bat and it went to shortstop. Remember, I told you everybody shifted over. So the third baseman was playing almost where the shortstop was. So I hit it on the end of the bat, and the ball was spinning and spinning and spinning. And I just kind of took my time down first baseline because I had kind of a temper. And I was mad that I had hit the ball to the left side, and I didn't hit it very hard. So and then I thought the guy was not going to be able to play it because the ball was spinning so much. And I Cause when you get a ball like that, it's just spinning and you have to stop it from spinning or to pop out your glove. So I'm thinking, I ah, I'm just going to make it down first base. No problem. I wasn't that fast to begin with, but I'm just taking my time and the guy throws me out. Then I see this guy come from the stands. He goes over to my coach and he, and he said something to him. Then the coach came over and he said, that was a scout from the law. The, uh, Brooklyn Dodgers, I don't know where the Dodgers were, New York Dodgers, whatever they were, came over and said, they were scouting you, but they saw you loafing down first base, so they're no longer interested. So, and then the coach came and told me that, you know, and me and his coach really never got along. He was kind of a yeller screamer. He was always yelling and screaming no matter what you did. I remember he would, if you break a bat, he would get mad. So when I only broke one bat my whole high school career. And I'm like, oh, no, this idiot's going to come and yell at me. His name was Polak. Never forget this guy. And and he would always go, you the man, you the man. That's before you the man was popular. He, nobody ever said that. But you'd be pitching and he'd come out. You the man. Just put it over the plate. Strike him out. You the man. The guy was nuts. But anyway, I thought he was going to yell at me. So he comes over and. Cause I hit a single, I hit it off the, the bat or the uh, inside of the bat and it broke the bat and I was on first base and he comes over cause he's coaching first base, you know, and I'm like, Oh, here comes this idiot. going to yell at me for breaking a bat. <laughs> so the first thing I said, I, I don't remember exactly, but I said something like, I'm sorry for breaking the bat cause he'd make you run laps. You know, if you broke a bat, he'd make you run laps in practice. Well, this was like. My last high school game, so I wasn't really worried about that, but I didn't want him yelling at me. So he comes over and he says, um, You know, you the man. And I'm like, Uh oh, he's trying to be funny. And then he said, I'd trade a base hit for a broken bat any day. Okay. <laughs> so I think, yeah, we won that game. I hit the longest home run in Pennsylvania history. It, it wasn't a paper, I used to have an article about it but it got lost. we played this college uh, field. It was Waynesburg college and it was a football field, but they put a baseball field in the east side of the field. And so from center field to left field, <laughs> you'd never hit it over the fence because it was so far away. But in right field, it was only like, I don't know, 290, 290 feet down the line. You remember I'm a left hand batter and I pulled the ball. So there was this pitcher, his name was Vic Worry. He was my friend. In fact, we played minor league baseball together, but he was kind of a pitcher, and Pennsylvania was the top guy. I thought he was gonna be Sandy Koufax because this guy was smooth. And so he was pitching against me, And uh, but he was my friend because we played in all-star games together. So he hit me the first time. He hit me in the neck. And so I had a chain on and the ball hit so hard, it broke the chain. So, and I had a cross on it, so I couldn't find it. But when I took off my uniform, it was in my pants legs. It just slid down my neck and went down my pants. But anyway, um, the next time up, he hit me again. He hit me in the back. So the third time up, my mind is saying, you stay in there no matter what. The ball comes at you, you stay in there. The other side of my mind said, hell no, that ball comes anywhere near you. Get out of the way. So the first pitch, the third time that I came up, it already hit me twice, was an inside pitch. And so the right side was saying, stay in there, stay in there. The left side was saying, get the hell out of there. Get out of there. You're going to get hit again. All of this is a matter of seconds. And so I moved my body to the right. But my hands and my bat were to the left. And he threw me a curveball and I hit it down the line past it went past the football lights. It went under the lights and landed on this train that was passing by. The train ended up going to someplace in it was near Williamsport where the Little League World Series is. It was someplace near there that train went and the next day, they had a an article in the paper. They had a picture of Babe Ruth. They had a picture of me, and they were showing the swings, and they showed my swing is exactly like Babe Ruth's. We're in the same position, and they talked about this field. They said Joe Namath, Joe Montana. I, there was just a string of guys you know, that went on to play professionally that never hit a home run in that park. The only way you hit a home run, you have to hit an inside-the-park home run nobody ever hit a home run in this park except me lands on this train and it goes to the Mm -hmm. Eastern side of Pennsylvania because I was from Western Pennsylvania. So there was a big article in the paper and, you know, about all the hits I had and home runs and all that kind of stuff. But that last home run was a mistake. (laughs) I was scared and I was bailing out as they called it getting out of the way But my hand stayed back, and the guy threw the ball so hard, Vic Worry, that it just went out. And so that was probably the longest home run I ever hit, and it was a mistake. And I didn't even swing that hard. (laughs) It was like protection. But I'll never forget that because um, it was probably the first time that I ever feared standing in the box because... Most of the pitchers in those days were right-handed, so I would always see the ball coming from the other side. There's no threat. You're a right-hander. You have to kind of cross the plate to get to me, to hit me. I could get out of the way. But with a left-hander, there were only a couple guys, and this Vic Worry was probably the best. Never even heard about him anymore. I thought he would be a top-notch pitcher in the major leagues, but what happens in the minor leagues is just people get tired of playing you know, you, you, you get injured, you get hurt, you know, you, you just don't want to play anymore, you lose your enthusiasm for playing baseball. At that time, the Vietnam War was going on. And I got a letter that said they were going to draft me. It wasn't a draft. I didn't say they were going to draft me, but they said they were going to. So I said, I'm not going in the army, I'm going in the Air Force. So I went in the Air Force. And turns out I became a rescue guy in a helicopter. And I was in Vietnam, Korea, Thailand, you know, Um, but I didn't get hurt. I was in one um, gun battle. But the whole time all of this is going on. I'm still playing ball. So the Air Force had just stopped playing baseball. I went to, to Lackland Air Force Base 1965, the 26th of August. Got off the bus, and the TI says, Who's played high school baseball? And I, they told you that these are people giving me advice when I went in the military. Don't volunteer for anything. No matter what you do, do not volunteer. So I got off the bus, the TI's there, and okay, who played baseball? Put my hand up. Me and a guy from Ypsilanti, Michigan. It's funny, I remember these things. I don't remember his name, but I remember he's from Ypsilanti. This is is a bad dude. He played tight end because we played football while we were in basic training. So they were having the championships at Lackland Air Force Base. And I played with, there were about three guys on that team that played professional baseball. And they were there. And I played on that team and I batted third. On this team with these professional baseball players, I batted third, which is normally your best hitter bats third. And, uh... We won the championship, and then we won the Air Force championship, and we lost uh, the Armed Services Championship. But all of this is going on while well, I'm in basic training. But these are the last games. So I did no training. All I did was play sports. So then football comes up, flag football. And the coach who coached baseball coached the football team. So me and this guy from Ypsilanti, Michigan, played on the base team. And um, I guess I was there eight weeks, I think it was six or eight weeks. But anyway, went into football season and I played football and uh, they tried to keep me at Lackland Air Force Base. And I said, I'm not staying here. I went the hell out of Texas. I'm never living in Texas. And so um, my first assignment was Nellis Air Force Base. So I went there. The first thing they did was do you play football yeah i play football okay we got a team that we play annually we play against the navy at fort Meade or fort not fort Meade, lake Meade. and every year we play them so i became the quarterback on that team and then later on the next sport came was basketball i played there and then softball so i played slow pitch softball first time ever And then i got shipped to north carolina and i played fast pitch softball but i didn't play baseball again until i was at ram or uh, ramstein in germany and i played first base and um they had a baseball team there i actually played on the baseball team and the fast pitch team and that was that was not easy to do and sometimes the schedules would get mixed up and i'd have to choose which one i was playing or I played baseball in the morning and fast pitch in the afternoon. So baseball and fast pitch softball was my primary sports that I played all my life. I quit playing softball when I was 52. I was on a base team and yeah, no, 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 no. I was 40 something because you were born then. Because I remember at Yokota, I was playing and oh, I was a senior listed advisor then because I remember you riding on the bike. I, you probably forgot this, but your first time ever riding your bike by yourself. We live right next right. to the hospital and you and I were in the hospital parking lot and you were just pedaling and pedaling, pedaling. And I just let the bike go and you thought I was still holding the bike. And then I yelled at you, "Hey, Trent! You're you're riding your bike by yourself." I don't remember if you crashed, <laughs> but you you did stop. But I think the bike kind of fell over. But you were all happy. You were driving, riding the bike by yourself, no training wheels. So I I remember that. But that was the last time that I played, um, you know, fast pitch softball.